Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm permeated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Magic Man. Everybody knows. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Brooklyn to the world. We dun, are here. Dun, 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 Peter Cards, the one and only so Seth Nyman. Bam. What are you eating, guy? You know those wafers? Wafers. You know with the chocolate on them? They look good. I'm not really a wafer guy, though. Yeah. You don't like <laughs> chocolate? You know what it is? What are you, just a beer guy? A sangria, beer, yeah. I had some sangria last weekend. I thought of you. It's pretty boy. tasty. This stuff's dangerous. Is it ringing? Yeah. Double hit, man. Double hit. Hello? Hello? <laughs> hey, who's, hey, who's calling? Hi, yes. This is Isaiah. I'm calling on behalf of Hilton Grand Vacations. Am I speaking with Mr. Uh, I hope I say your name right. Ike? Yes. Ike, yeah. Mr. Oh, I, sweet. <laughs> I'm glad I did that. Uh, one, that's a very unique name. Um, you, know Ike, you know what's funny, too, about Ike yeah. is that he, like Ike Turner, he, too, beats his wife. Thank you. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'm guessing you're married? Correct. Oh, fantastic. So that bitch can try to get a divorce, she'll get a slap upside her head. Oh, okay. She don't uh, want Where that. do you guys usually like to vacation to? We don't vacation together, but usually we go to Trenton. Oh, okay. Or Philadelphia. Right. I do have to let you know this call is going to be recorded, all right? Just it is? You, <laughs> yeah. You know, in more that's ways than fun. one. Yeah, that's funny. We're recording on our end as well. Oh, fantastic. Are yeah. there two people here? Yes, you do. Oh, nice. And I He's Mike and I'm Mike. So I'm speaking with the Mr. James Ike? That's right. <laughs> oh, fantastic. And uh, you, you guys just happen to be Mike and Ike? Correct. Oh, great. Well, we are doing a radio show. And you're on it. Oh, are you? Yeah. You're actually called oh. into our show. Oh, fantastic. Is it? Uh, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, just to let you guys know, you are, one of you, is a Hilton <laughs> Honors member for us. Wow. Yeah. That has to be you. <laughs> of course. It's, yeah, it must be. Uh, Mr. James Ike, correct? Correct. Correct. Yep. Correct. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> what I win? Yeah, the reason I'm calling is because you're a valued Hilton Honors member. That being said, we do have an exclusive getaway for you, just as a token. Exclusive of getaway. Does that mean I'm going to be by myself or no? Uh, I mean, you can take your wife. You can take Mr. Mike over here if you'd like to. As yeah, well. you should, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we yeah, can bring we the straps that, and as an stuff. offer for you. Yep, and, uh, at an extremely discounted price as well. Ooh, how how extreme is it? Uh, pretty extreme. Talk I'd to say me. Like a good, uh, probably takes off like a good seventy-five percent of what it normally would be. Wow. So what does it cost at twenty-five percent then? Well, well, give me some real hard numbers. Well, uh, let me ask you this first. Where do you like vacationing at? You said Trenton. You like uh, you like the West Coast any specifically? Hey, wherever. He likes San Francisco. Yes. Oh, okay, San Francisco. All right. Well, I don't have that on our list here. However, have you? What's ever been on to Vegas? the list? Have, have you ever been to Las Vegas? Oh, hell oh. yeah. Yeah, sounds good, right? Oh, yeah. Can yeah, we set yeah. that up All for right. November? So, be yeah, before I get to this offer for you, uh, I just need to run through these three marketing questions real fast. Oh, let's do it. In New York? Yeah. 
Go ahead. Fantastic. I'm gonna What's your name, sir? My name is Isaiah. Isaiah? Yes. What rhymes with dick? Uh, that's a good question. Sick. Sick is a good... <laughs> <laughs> and click. And click. Yeah, I like that. Oh, man. That's funny. Only on our show, huh? We had to run with that. Uh, don't you do that at home? I do it at Yeah, home. of course. You just play along. It's fun. He, you know, he's good. He knows how to handle it. He, he likes to have fun with it. I think I still have him on the line. Isaiah! <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, he's on hold or something. Hey, just hit the button over somewhere. Uh, we thought it was going to be Paulie. Instead, we got a trip to Vegas. No. Mike and Ike show. Yeah, hello? Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, are you guys still there? Yeah! We're going to Vegas! Yeah, hey, thank you. <laughs> He's like, oh, nice. Uh, this fucking guy. What, what, what kind of show we got here? Dude, it's just random. They call random Pulling numbers. I thought it was going to be a Taz call, but you know, sometimes they call. What time's the show on? It's like yeah. fucking eight hours ago. <laughs> or eight hours from now, yeah, you right. creepy fuck. Oh, man. Only on Brooklyn to the World do we get shit yeah, like We're this, expecting man. a call from uh, the two-time champion. Yeah, the host of the show. But instead, so, we got uh, Isaiah from the Hilton. Yeah, he's doing good. He did a good job. 75%. What? How much does it cost? <laughs> yeah, you're like, give me some numbers. Yeah. What's the 25% yeah. going to run me? I fucking hate that shit. They're always uh, like, talking in circles. It's just like, yeah, how much is it? Yeah. Hey, we're going to give you a free trip. What do I have to do? <laughs> yeah. You're no, just you just got to blow like three yeah. dudes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's a good deal. <laughs> At our, and buy a condo timeshare. <laughs> right. Yeah. Get out of here. Oh, man. Yeah. Telemarketing. I love it. One of Paulie's first jobs, he was a telemarketer. I'm sure he's good at it. What are you gonna, what are he's going to do? What are he's going to do? <laughs> you want to buy this yeah. newspaper or what? Yeah, what are he's going to do? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the, that's a first for our show. That's, hey, that's episode good. 71, right? That's good stuff. I don't care. Paulie's not here. I don't know. You don't care here, either, right? Care, no. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, he's the only one who asks. We're here every week. Yeah. I don't remember the episode. I got a lot of shit on my we mind. We missed like a couple, like one or two or three in the whole year and a half, whatever it's been. Oh, we've been doing really well. I'm yeah. dedicated to the show. You are. I'm a dedicated. You're committed. Yeah. Well, you should be. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a very dedicated human being. Um, so what's going on? Tell me, buddy. We got some boxing news. A lovely day today. I walked over. Nobody cares, dude. I saw no. I saw an old friend, uh, heavyweight Vinny Matalone. Vinny Matalone. Our buddy, yeah. He was uh, a tough dude, man, from Bayside. What was his, his nickname was Leave? What was his name? Uh, no, I don't. Leave Matta me alone. Nah. <laughs> Say that to him. I will. You I'll think s- Taz is big? I don't sweat you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's like uh, he's a union guy now. Aren't you a union guy or you're not a union guy? No, I'm not. But yeah, it's always good legal? to see. Uh, what are you? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting deported also once Trump steps in. You probably like that, right? Go to Sicily or something? Yeah. Better Sarah than here. Pusa? Better than here with all these fucking weirdos. What the fuck is going on? We got to get into that later. We got to stick to the boxing first. Yeah. Let's do, uh, let's do some boxing news. So Paulie's in the UK. In Manchester for this week's um, Jorge Linares versus Anthony Carolla, which is a good fight. Yeah, I like I like that fight. I actually, it's really hard to pick. I remember Linares came up, and it was like he was a force to be reckoned with, and, and he had all the skills, you know. And I remember we fought on the same show as him in the Staples Center, and he was ahead of. 
Antonio DeMarco. And out of nowhere, he just started getting clipped and his face started bleeding profusely and, and they, he ended up getting stopped. Well, it's like it's like similar to football where you can't take your foot off the gas. You can't. In boxing, because you can't turn it back on. That's right. You know, you see that in football all the time. These teams, like, they get it real far ahead and all of a sudden they stop playing. That's right. It was a really exciting fight. One of the uh, fight of the year candidates of that year. I don't remember when it was. But um, I think that's when Paulie fought Orlando Lara. In the Staples Center, the main event was Chad Dawson versus Bernard Hopkins when Bernard Hopkins uh, fell down and said he broke his shoulder or dislocated it. But You didn't, you didn't believe him? Absolutely not. Yeah, probably not. <clears throat> I love Bernard, but absolutely not. But, uh, yeah, so Linares ended up having some losses and then coming back, and now, you know, this is a big fight Saturday. I Hopkins really don't turned know. Hopkins turned that into a rematch, though, so he's pretty he smart. He sure did. Smart sure dude. Did. Um, that's cool. I was telling my boss about Paul I said, not only is he a Showtime guy, and he's the best at what he does. Like he's over at Skynet, uh, Sky Sports, mm-hmm. Skynet. I think it was in a movie or something, wasn't it? <laughs> with that uh, one of those uh, Tom Cruise movies, minor. Oh, I forgot what it's called. Mission Impossible. No, it was one of those other weird movies. With Skynet was like the computer took over or some shit. I don't know. I, all the movies blur together. Vanilla Sky. Go ahead. Some shit with the Scientology and the, and the penises and stuff. Uh, anyway. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, that you were talking to your boss. Yeah, I said Paulie's so good. Skynet. Sky Sports hired him. He's probably right. he's the only American on that team, right? In the broadcast team. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he's he's that's pretty awesome. I think it's cool. And he loves it too, so it's good for him. You know, make it a few bucks, gets to go over to call boxing. And, yeah, you know. of course. Hang oh. out with some good good crew. Uh, you know, I, I, was, I was checking out the Keith Thurman interview I have. Uh-huh. And uh, he actually gave Paulie a little, he gave Paulie a shout out, sort of, credit. He was talking about it's just something he did that he thinks is really, uh, you know, subtle. One of his boxing things. He goes, he goes. Paulie though called it out. He goes, I was really surprised that for a commentator to say something, but obviously Paulie's a fighter, so he saw it. Something about a move he did, or mm-hmm. what, I forgot exactly what it was, but he gave Paulie a little credit for that. Oh yeah, of course. For seeing those things. That's that's what people love about. It. He sees. Yeah, things. he sees things that that most people don't see. Yeah, Al Bernstein never took a and shot to the liver, and he'll call it out. And then people at home will say, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But they would have totally missed it. You know, it happens a lot. Yeah. Max Kellerman never took a shot to the, you know, no. the ribs. No. What Definitely does he know? Uh, I got a little news here, too. Uh, Terrence Crawford was uh, found guilty of uh, two misdemeanors. Not guilty on a third in an April auto body shop incident. Really? We told, I said the same thing to Paulie when he was here talking about stuff. When you're a boxer or whatever... Stay out of trouble. You got to learn. You got to control yourself. No, that's surprising to me because he just seems like a quiet, humble country kid. He's from Nebraska. You know, he doesn't come off like. uh, He probably felt like he was getting ripped off or something. You know, Paulie. Paulie's the nicest guy in the world. He feels like he's getting screwed or something. Yeah. Somebody disrespects him. He loses his fucking mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Disorderly conduct, property damage, and trespassing. He was found not guilty of the latter charge. There's insufficient evidence to prove that he unlawfully entered the employee only zone. Uh, the prosecutor says, "Just uh, yeah, he got in trouble." It's video shows uh, video from April shows that Crawford and four associates entered a garage, lowering Crawford's 1984 Monte Carlo, fancy, from the hydraulic lift, breaking it in the process, oh. and pushing the vehicle out of the building allegedly without paying for work performed on the car. Oh, they started lowering it wow. themselves. And you gotta be careful who you hit. You know, you can't f- no entourage. And if you have an entourage, have like a Pete. You know, yeah. Like, Someone who does work and is like is your boy, not just like some hanger on. Keep you out of trouble, not get you into trouble. Right. 
Yeah, so that that's really stupid. <clears throat> Speaking of trouble, AB is uh, is a free man. The charges were dropped from the bowling alley. Well, what are we gonna do? We're gonna fight? What are we gonna do? I don't think he wants to fight Paulie again. That would be nice though. Yeah, but Paulie S on Twitter, I said, AB. So yeah. she'd end his career with. That'd be nice. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a good fight. That first one. A very good fight. Very competitive. Could have went either way. And Paulie, I think, uh, you know, I think the knock on, on AB was like, he thought he was Floyd and stuff, but he wasn't landing like Floyd did. And he wasn't, no. he wasn't, and he, he, but he's trying to be like Floyd, mm-hmm. you know, but he's just not Floyd. And his lack of activity, uh, Paulie took advantage of by staying active in that fight. Absolutely. Yeah. And then look at uh, Marcos Maidana and his team. They studied Paulie's fight with Broner in, in camp. You could see it on uh, All Access. Yeah? Yeah. They were watching that tape and just looking at, you know. That worked out well for him. Yeah, absolutely. I got to say, you know, Broner gets a lot of gets a lot of flack from people, and he's kind of, he says stupid stuff and everything, but I thought in, that, in losing he showed a lot of heart in that fight. Yeah, absolutely. Fight. He got up, he mm-hmm. was taking a beating, and he's like, he kept coming. Absolutely. So The you 12th know, round, he started pressing Maidana. <laughs> yeah, so I give him a lot of props for yeah, credit. Yeah, I do too. You I know, because people say a lot of stuff, and like, he's a punk, he's a, and he's not, he's a, he's a badass fighter. You know, I would not want to mess up, mess around with uh, a B, but uh, you know he's he, got the talent. That's for sure. It's never too late either. He just you know he's, oh, he's he, young. He's got to grow he's still up. Young, yeah. Nah. Well, hopefully, uh, getting out of this one, <clears throat> you know, literally by the skin of his teeth, maybe that woke him up. You know, hopefully. Man, I still don't think uh, I don't think Canelo wants to fight Triple G. Oh please, you know. All right, so so we're gonna get into that. We can, why not? Um, I'm just, I just saw like a headline that said, like, well, it's no closer, but all is not lost. I don't know. This Saturday that passed, we had oh, yeah, Canelo, Canelo versus Smith, right? Uh, Smith, I think he showed a good account of himself. He tried. He was on a different level, obviously. but uh, I think he said that, too, Smith himself. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and, I mean, you know, not to make excuses for them, but I know all too well how that feels for... For fighters, I mean, I, I never went through it personally, but I remember Paulie getting cut in training camp, and they said Liam got cut uh, sparring with Kell Brook. So, what you know, are you sparring with Kell Brook for? I mean, it's great; it helps, but still, well, like, he was fighting a middleweight. No, I got it, you know, and I get it, but they're sh- both in the UK. It's well, give each other work. Yeah, but look what he did. No, yeah, it happens. You know, yeah. it should happen. So, oh, so you're saying like Paulie, you didn't want to cancel a big payday, right? And right. and you you're not as sharp as you would normally get right. because the sparring is really what a lot of these guys rely on for their timing and stuff. So, you know, again, if he had a full camp with great sparring, is he going to go and beat beat Canelo? No, but you know what? I'll be honest with you, he landed some decent shots on Canelo. Canelo. He's a little too lax, lackadaisical on defense for me. I don't. I mean, if that's Triple G hitting him with those shots, but do you think maybe he just, had a, he just didn't respect Liam's power? Or? Yeah, but you don't want to get into that kind of. Uh, well, maybe he's trying to show he's as macho as Triple G is because Triple G takes, you know, goes and takes shots. Yeah, well, Although he got rocked a little bit from Kel. That so. macho shit is going to get your ass knocked out. Is what it's going to do. Yeah, he can't be going. I'm. I, he, then again, you know. He was stupid enough to try to box with Floyd Mayweather. He might be stupid enough right. to try to go bang punch. with Triple G. Right. Yeah. He'd, be, um, he'd be banged out. But, you know, he got the job done, right? He did what he had to do. He How do you think it. of him as a fighter, though? What do you think? I mean, because you guys are very talented. But you guys say, like, you don't think he's even, like, he might be a top five at 54. You guys yeah. rank a lot of guys ahead of him. Mm-hmm. You still feel that way? Yeah. 
Yeah. He didn't uh, he didn't show me anything new. Right. Saturday, he, he did what he always does. Uh, but, you know, I, not to disrespect Smith, but he was the weak link at, right. at 54. So, you know, there's guys that still haven't even gotten a title shot that are, that are better than right. Liam Smith, you know. Uh, J-Rock, you know. But I think the whole thing is it's bullshit. And Oscar and... They're saying well, they make money with him win, winning easy fights. So yeah, it's but like, they, well, like why would we risk that? No, but that's they don't say that. Obviously, they they say, oh, we offered him an eight figure payday, and we haven't heard back. I mean, why would <laughs> ten million dollars? Yeah, why would why would Triple G not take a ten million dollar payday? I can guarantee you, he hasn't made that yet. You know what I mean? That that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. You know, but and then you see that there's a I little. I feel like Triple G is is uh, he's not a, he's ready to fight anybody. I, maybe not upper weight, but anyway, right. sixty oh, below. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. I, he I think he is very confident. Of course, you know why wouldn't he be? He should be. That's what I'm saying. I don't think there's any. And I think Canelo would want to fight too. But Canelo, at a certain point, doesn't a boxer have some control over his career? Yeah, you can't keep saying I trust my guy. Screw that. So you know what? Canelo should say, "This is bullshit." Well, he didn't. He didn't want to rat them out. Right. So you want to stay loyal to them? But stay loyal, that's fine. But he should just come out contra- and say, "I need to make this fight. I yeah, want this fight." They contradicted themselves right. a little bit, you know. If yeah. you listen to them, talk. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Right, that's yeah. the thing. Listen, Danny Jacobs is pushing really hard, and I'd like to see it. He might give him a better fight anyway than Canelo. Yeah, no, than Canelo, I think so. He's just a bigger, stronger. He's gifted just as much. Yeah, uh, Canelo, I think, might have a better chin, but we don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but Danny's pushing for that, and. Um, the kid Saunders uh, has a belt. He, he wants to be part of the the equation and and the talks too. You know, he wants to be in those sweepstakes. Nobody sure. thinks he has a chance to win. Right, that's the problem. He's a decent boxer, Saunders, but I don't think he could keep off yeah, the pressure. G, yeah. And the other news was um, Mayweather said uh, him and Connor is not going to happen, which tells me that Mayweather. May- I told you that. Right, but he officially said it. I mean, he came out. Well, and said, yeah, because he probably realized that. Well, they're saying that... Does Conor want to really go in the boxing ring? No, but they're saying that, that McGregor outpriced himself. Oh, well, that could the, be. The thing is, you got to factor in Dana White in this whole equation. So, is it really Conor outpricing himself, or is it just the deal's not possible to be made because he would have to get a certain amount of money for Dana to get a certain amount of money. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, the whole deal just seems well, like it's uh, too many... On their contracts, he's not allowed to box, right. probably, right? Is, yeah. this, he can't do anything. The too guy many, can't even wear a fucking... Too many mouths to feed. It's too many hands uh, taking slices out of the pie. Yeah. He's better off... He can't even wear anything but Reebok in, in the octagon. You know, you after, know, so. after uh, riling up the wrestlers, by, he's, he's saying a lot of yeah. shit about the wrestlers, he's yeah. better off going there and making the money. You know, yeah, and, and he'll take, come in as a as a, a villain that's right what away. I'm saying. Yeah, I mean but that would be smart. From what Taz commented on it was that a uh, wrestlers are rough and they they don't like when you 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 know you do. Oh, they'll make you pay. But yeah, even he, if you're gonna win that bout. He said he, <laughs> he said even back in the day, he'd see that all the time. Guys talk shit and they come back and they're sweet as pie when they come backstage. Mm-hmm. Like cause those wrestlers are freaking monsters, man. Mm-hmm. And they like whether it's scripted or not, they're beating the crap out of you. And it. you're disrespecting them, right? You know, it's like. Do you remember? You ever see when John Stossel got slapped in the head? No. When I was a kid in the eighties, there's a wrestler named Doctor D. David Schultz, big uh, Southern guy, six five, 
he used to wrestle against Hulk Hogan and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're doing the whole piece on 2020 about how wrestling's fake. They should have wrestled former wrestler shows and how they cut their foreheads uh-huh. and bleed. This is in the 80s. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're still trying to pretend it was real when everybody right. knew it wasn't. He showed out like I could do a splash on you and you won't get hurt. So he's there. He sticks a microphone. John Stossel sticks a microphone in this guy's face. I think wrestling's fake. He goes, oh, you do, do you? Whap! Wax him, <laughs> cups his ear, whaps him, goes, think that's fake? <laughs> and he, yeah, and then uh, Stossel sued and got a lot of money. Really? And uh, he ended up losing his job at WWE. Although I think all the guys, even the companies, probably, they're probably proud of him yeah. st- standing up. Absolutely. You don't go in someone's guy's face, let alone a six foot five monster, and well, tell him what, what he does for a living is fake. Right. That's what I was going to yeah. say just now is you look at you, Conor McGregor is like your size. Yeah. So, you know, you, you're, tough, guy, you're tough with guys in your weight, for sure. Yeah. But you're going to go in there and tell, like you said, a six foot six. And some of those guys have legit backgrounds, pound, too, right? Wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, of course. Braun Strowman is a former uh, strongman. He's like 6'5". He's just a gigantic mm. monster. He's like, like, he looks like a monster. He's, right. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. Some of those guys have backgrounds. I mean, that's why CM Punk wasn't successful. He didn't really have a background. Brock Lesnar had some success in UFC because he's, yeah, a, he's a legit Division One ch- wrestling champion. Absolutely. Which is like, you know, Kurt Angle back in the day, he would have had success. Uh, Ken Shamrock had great success. Oh, yeah, Dan sure. Severn. These guys were pro wrestlers too, but Kurt Angle would have been huge in the UFC b- back in the day if, you know, if he was, uh, you if know. If he wanted to go that route, yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't really happening at the time. No. He made the it right wasn't movie. so popular. He made a lot of money wrestling, so. I think Absolutely. He, I think he did the right thing. Uh, so talk more about I didn't see the Canelo fight because I'm cheap. So tell us more about the fight and what you thought about it. Is there anything good on the undercard? Oh no, the undercard was good. I enjoyed. Uh, I think you know. I thought that if you asked me who was going to win between Rosado and Willie Monroe, I would have said Monroe. And I told my friends and whoever asked me. I think me, you said it on here. Yeah, you know? and I said take the over, right? Uh, but there's something about Willie Monroe. I just he could have been a little more active. I think he waits too long. I enjoy watching him. He's he's a slickster. You know they say a cutie as they call him, but he could just be a little more active with the jab. I know he's lefty and it's not so common, but you gotta be able to set a tone and set a pace. You can't just sit there and wait. And then when he starts jabbing and he's landing, I'm like, you see how effective it is. Why don't you do it more? It's just something that I never understood. But it's one of those frustrating uh, fighters, like, like yeah, you? yeah, he's talented as hell. But he won. Uh, you know, Gabe is a tough dude. He's been in there with everybody. You know, he put his best foot forward. He tried, but just came up short. Um, Diego De La Hoya versus uh, Orlando Del Valle was a good fight. Uh, Del Valle. You know, been through Puerto Rican guy from New York. You know, local circuit guy. We know him. He tried. You know, uh, Diego De La Hoya proved w- why he is where he is. And um, is is he in a position where he can compete with those those really good fighters at that weight? Does Matthews Jr. and the Santa Cruz and the Framptons and it's it's a tough tough weight. That's one of the toughest weights out there. So, yeah, those you know, fighters are great. That's what I love about boxing in general right now. You know, you have heavyweight. You have Light heavyweight, you have middleweight, you know, you have uh, 54, 147, yeah. you have 126. These weight classes are booming right now. They're stocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so they got to uh, start fighting each other. Right. I think, I think the. Well, I said Matthews. Hoya. I said Matthews. Russell, right? That's what I meant. Gary Russell, Russell yeah. Jr., yeah. I get mixed up with Gary Matthews, baseball player. <laughs> Gary Matthews Jr., who's actually in the studio one time. Was he? Yeah, a few months back. So I got the, I got the name wrong. Yeah, Russell, he's badass. 
No, they all are. Yeah. Lomachenko, Rigo, uh, they're all they're all there. So, yeah. you know, <clears throat> Diego Del Hoya, if I'm not mistaken, that was like his 16th win. So there's no rush for him. But I think that it was you a perfect. Stick him in there with any of those guys? No, right? no, no. I think it's a perfect step up to just kind of see gauge where he's at. And um, he, you know, he passed the test with flying colors against a good guy. It's so. been fun to fight in that stadium, man. Yeah. Right, and your boy uh, Saddam Ali, I see had a victory. Saddam won, yeah. yeah I think looks he dropped like he, the guy. He won a unanimous uh, eight round or ten rounder. Ten rounder. Looks like yeah. he won every round. Yeah, yeah. No, he did well. Good. Hopefully, he'll get his. That was uh, good for him to get back on a nice card and you know get some press. And meanwhile, the guy he he lost to's got the Pacquiao fight. Yes. Some eh. money. That's money, right? Saddam how, missed out on some yeah. money. Well, that's how shit happens. Yeah, but he might not want to fight Saddam either, based on styles. He might. This, right. Saddam won doesn't mean he would have got that fight. Right. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, the risk to reward factor, it's got to be well, there. That's a championship fight, correct? Vargas is the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's curious. Why, why, how come you didn't want to fight uh, Keith Thurman? <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to see Keith Thurman a, put a beating on that. That's a tough fight to make. I would love to see it, though. Yeah, of course. Oh, because it's uh, Showtime Heyman, HBO. Aram, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's, uh, those know. guys are not good for the sport when they do that shit. No, I wish it. Back in the day, people, you know, used to work together. It would be so much greater if that, you know, if that happened. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Keith uh, whip some of that. Some There's ass. so many fights out there. He likes Errol Spence a lot from the interviews I was to Keith. He's like, he reminds him, of, he said, like, it feels like that was how I, my career was coming up. You know, getting, it was. Being hungry, wanting to fight yeah. these, getting these big fights. Calling out all the big names, but not getting any. Yeah. <coughs> it's very frustrating. But. You just got to keep winning, keep fighting. Absolutely. You got to do your well, job. Even look at Triple G. I mean, he doesn't get any names because no, no one wants to take the chance of fighting him. Right. At his weight or lower. I know right, you got to right, say right. he can move up. He could have fought 68. I know, I know. Andre Ward, by the way, people are saying uh, you know, he's full of shit and this and that. Andre, Andre Ward's full of shit about what? Saying that, that Triple G turned it down. He goes, I have the emails to prove it. Why would he... Ma- 50-50 down the line, he said. How does anybody... Where does anybody get Andre Ward to be a bullshitter? He's not that kind of guy. Well, he, people are saying it. Cause oh, like, who said Who said Andre Ward wanted to fight? Okay. Meanwhile, he's fighting Kovalev, a much yeah. better fighter. Yeah. The I'm bigger, sorry. stronger Russian right. he's fighting. I'm sorry. I think Kovalev is the is one of the best fighters in the world. I, I would pick him over Triple oh, G. Oh, speaking of which... They said that there was a rumor that Triple G dropped Kovalov in sparring years ago. Yeah, and, I uh, heard that too. Kovalov said absolutely not. <laughs> no truth to that at Kovalev all. Kovalov was like, "Yeah, bring that bitch up next. Yeah. Out. If I beat Ward, he can take it. He can come next. Yeah, let him let him see how big he is. Yeah, Kovalov's a badass. I mean, I like Triple G. I think he's a very entertaining fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you guys are more you're boxing purists, and you also like be entertained too. Yeah, sure. Triple G fights are entertaining. Um, they're entertaining. Chocolatito fights are entertaining. I'm just saying, from the, even from an average boxing fan. Who well, wants they're to see entertaining action. when he's getting hit too. So you know, saying. like like that second round when he started getting hit with uppercuts. I remember how big popular Tyson. I was like, wow. Remember how popular Tyson was? He was just eating people up too, and people loved. Yeah, him. of course. So it's exciting to see like this the ferocity, I guess, the ferociousness. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, you watch a sport for that reason, you know. But I just don't like the whole pound for pound talk. I'm with you. You know. I, I see from a skill standpoint, you know, right, just accept that the guy is really good. And people He's forget very that Andre Ward wiped up to sixty-eight, which was a very strong division, and he cleaned he it hasn't up easy lost since he's twelve years right. old. Right, and he cleaned it up easy. Like yeah, he, no one really gave him that tough. They weren't fight. competitive fights, right? And those were good fighters, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, I'm. They've got the three big fights I'm looking at here. They got Klitschko, Fury. Mm-hmm. 
I gotta see if Klitschko has any heart left in the sport. I mean, yeah. he married a famous actress. He lives in California. You know, he he's forty everywhere. years old. You know what I mean? It's like, does he really want it? it, it I would be pretty pissed. This guy talks so much right. shit, and you know, he he beat you. <laughs> you look like shit in a fight. Right. If you can't be motivated for this fight, he should never fight again. He should never fight again the, anyway. It's one of the worst heavyweight fights I've ever seen. What do you t- listen? I know you guys always praise Klitschko because like he like he wins and whatever, but Klitschko fights are boring. And then add in, add in Fury, who's throwing six punches around. It's even worse. But but it was it was more watchable than Klitschko's other fights because the guy was actually holding his own with him. You know what I mean? And, and and getting the best of the situation where other fights were just these guys couldn't even get close to him or nothing or yeah. anything. So that there was some drama at least when you're watching that fight. Even though it, you're right, it had the same kind of action as the other fights, but. If Klitschko, he should retire, win, lose, or draw. Like he'll, um, there's nothing else for him to do. You know, he's oh, gonna do a fight course. Deontay Wilder and <laughs> Anthony Joshua. You know, he don't want to fight. He don't want to get in there with those guys. No. Although, if Klitschko still has it, if he shows he still has it, I, I think Wilder would have a tough time with him. I think a couple of years ago. Yeah, maybe not. I'm yeah. saying if he shows he still has it, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's hard to. Are you 40? Like he yeah. needs to just he needs to take a hike. I don't know what. Where's the motivation? Why do you marry that such a little little girl? He should have married some big ass like like with Brigitte Nielsen type of woman and make some kids. You know, you know like like Fury's whole family bunch of boxers and a bunch of big animals. They you know, are. he should have married a big heifer like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> make some big strong. Now he's gonna have like, like little tiny kids. Like if I UFC the weight classes. I guess there's weight classes too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, she seems kind of athletic. But well, where's the where's his motivation? I never understood that. Forty years old, he made a ton of money. He likes to fight. He, I know. He's a doctor. Right. <laughs> Speaks five languages. He was more exciting in the beginning. He was Tyson-esque in the beginning. Yeah, he didn't know how to pace himself. And I was, uh, you That know, was what was getting him in trouble. When I was uh, <clears throat> in my 20s, uh, a neighbor of mine was a, the uh, strength and conditioning coach for Ray Mercer in the triple oh, threat wow. gym. So I was down there. Ray Mercer was the man. He actually trained me like working out and... Uh, guy made me throw up. I look up from throwing up. Bobby Chaz is standing there. He's <laughs> like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. Ray uh, Mercer was a beast, man. Yeah, strong. He was always calling out Tyson, too. But he, I know I could tell people, I, I, I know that Ray just was, like, too much into, like, partying. And, you know what I mean? Like, too much. He, he didn't live at 24-7, you know? But yet he gave Holyfield a good fight. He gave Lennox Lewis a really good fight. You know, he was, like, in the, in the Army or something. Like, yeah, he was. He was a disciplined guy. He was. But, no, and this, later yeah. on, he was yeah. kind of like he just got in shape when he had to, you know? Right. To me, boxing became a sport in the 90s where, like, you had to be in shape all the time. Mm-hmm. And like you know, but he got his ass kicked by Klitschko. They had to stop yeah. the fight. He was well, he was already old too yeah, by that point. Old. But it's like, like when he went into the UFC, it was it was ridiculous. Oh, it's so silly. It's like oh, I'm gonna beat this guy up. Uh, no, you're not. No, but even like the UFC guys, are like oh, I'm gonna show you when you get in my octagon, buddy. The guy's thirty years past his prime, right? And you're bragging, you know? Yeah, silly. That's the only reason why I wish Connor or someone in their prime would would make the leap to boxing because. It, you never see it get done. You always get the UFC guys get the last laugh when they're beating up an old. I think it's a huge money fight. I don't know why they can't get it done, man. It's too bad. Well, Floyd demands a hundred million, and uh, you yeah. know he probably wants it too. Right, this guy's gonna want 20, 50. 20. Yeah. He right. makes five. He's gonna want twenty. Right. What does Dana blame want? Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now yeah. you're talking about one hundred and twenty, and Dana still hasn't gotten paid. <laughs> so what's Floyd gonna do? He's gonna want that next fight, right? Yeah, that's what they say. What's the rumor? Who's he going to fight? He doesn't say anything. You know, people speculate, but at, at this point, that's all it is is speculation. Because right, he, is he 49 or no? Yeah. Yeah. And he's 40 years old. 
Meanwhile, Paul Pacquiao, the better fighter. Pacquiao is fighting. <laughs> fighting Vargas in Vegas. Vargas in Vegas. Vargas in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, he'll probably win that fight. Yeah. Yeah. And then who's going to fight? See, this is what I mean. These, these Pacquiao and Mayweather, they're the best, best, best. And Mayweather is, so I can't, I'm not knocking him, but Pacquiao's still fighting, but they always they choose their opponents very carefully. I guess that's a smart thing. Yeah. I'm, and it's not fair to is, say, oh, you know, Mayweather should get in there with these young, hungry guys who are in their prime. Because we can say what you want about Mayweather, as good as he is, he's not in his prime. No. Right. So Kel Brook would eat him. Yeah. Well, Kel Brook ain't going 47. I, I can't see him getting down to 47 again. No. Right? So where no, does he I, fit? You guys are big Kel Brook guys. Where does he fit with your 54s? He's, he's right up there. Yeah. I think he's right up there. I mean... Like what? I said, it's a stacked weight class. Why does Canelo fight him? I think that would be a great fight. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's go. He needs a year to heal, right? From that or that. About. Yeah. And Canelo, speaking of which, uh, has a fracture in his hand. Now? Yeah. His, oh, his, I saw yeah, that, right? He's yeah. taking up the rest of the year. Yeah, so. Uh, Probably a small fracture, I guess. This and you know that I saw, like, I don't know if it was a meme or just speculation. If he didn't break his hand. People were saying that there was a possibility he would fight Chavez Jr. like a, an all Mexican battle. Now what weight? <clears throat> Probably one fifty four or one sixty. Whoa, 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 whoa! I don't. Chavez think is not making one fifty four. One sixty is even tough. Smokes I don't too think. much weed. Right. He's eating fucking cocoa pebbles and right. shit. Pink underwear. It's, yeah. just, it's not. He doesn't look like a hundred and sixty pounder anymore. No. But uh, he's still fighting. When's the last time he fought? I think when he lost, right? From father. I'll tell you what, man. If if he wasn't his father's son. I mean, he might not have the genetics, but I'm just saying. Like, he would never be anywhere. He would nobody. No, would but know I'm who saying is. is, I think, I, I think he's got some skills. I just think he doesn't have the the want and the desire and the hunger. You mean you because know? he grew up rich? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, there's a difference. Is it something yeah. you can't buy? You know, of course, of that, course. You know that edge. Even Hopkins is a rich guy. Still, always had that edge about him. He never lost. He it. He wasn't rich his whole life. Right, but well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Even later in life, when he didn't need to, he still had that. Edge. He still has it now. Right. He does. <laughs> if the wrong person mentions his name, he's jumping to sell himself for a fight. Yeah, right? Is he, is he officially retired yet? No. He's crazy. But uh, that would be nice. Triple G move up to 68 and fight B-Hop. I don't think B-Hop can make 68 anymore. No. <laughs> that would be fun. No. How about Triple G beat the crap out of Chavez? I'd like to see Oh, that. my God. Just knock him you around. You really want to see him get hurt. Huh? You really want to see him? Get yeah, hurt. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. You know what I mean, though. But he's just like he needs to just stop. And like, yeah. he made he made money boxing, absolutely, off his dad's name. Mm-hmm. But you know, he showed some like he, he almost had Martinez out in that last round. That was pretty. That exciting. was crazy. Yeah, he and had I, power. I, I uh, strong kid. He, yeah, and he got stronger and stronger. I remember him at one forty seven. Yeah, you I know. Don't. Yeah, I remember Paulie and him. Bob Arum mentioned, oh, maybe Paulie this and that. Paulie said, "You you tell me what weight." 47, 54, 40, doesn't matter. I'll go any way to fight him. And they never mentioned Paulie again. <laughs> Why is that? Because they knew I, Paulie would have schooled him. Yeah. You know, we're talking about Chavez, was he, when he was coming up, he was 10 times worse than he is now. Oh, yeah. you know, he was like literally fighting tomato can after tomato can, hitting him with left hook to the body and stopping him. But there was nothing behind it. He grew into, you know, he grew into 160, 168. He's a strong kid. He fought 75 that went from far, right? Right, Beat the right. crap out of him. Yeah, I think at 168, you know, he, he could probably give some people tough matchups, but he's not at world champion level. No. And, uh, so I'm looking at the schedule, and I see the Linares fight you're talking about. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. 
That's on Saturday. Is there any way, I guess you got, uh, people online can figure out how to watch that stuff, right? Once in, in a while, I've I've gotten lucky enough to, to be able to see it on, uh, I have Fios. You have Fios? I do. The channel AWE. Oh, yeah, the Rich, or, the rich Channel. Yep. Yeah. They sometimes show they show stuff from Dubai and stuff on that right. Station. Sometimes they show fights from the UK. Oh, let's look at that. I would like to see that one there. I, that's how I've seen uh, some of Kel's earlier fights, and I watched. Uh, what else did I see on that? That's when I saw Frampton for the first time. I believe it was on that channel. I think it's fights at the Carson uh, Carson California StubHub Center, but they're not televised on Saturday. Edgar Sosa versus Donnie Nietes. Well, that was a up and coming guys yeah I'm trying to see what else is coming up do 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 so are you you're picking Klitschko or Fury that's Wait, hard man because you know. don't know what the hell's going on I I would love to see Klitschko go in there and just drop him yeah he's not a likable guy and then uh, who's our friend we had in here who said he was partying with him and then he got beat up oh Jason Cross yeah mm-hmm. like, what's what's up with that <laughs> acting like he's his buddy and then like you know, sound, sound, sound like some racist crap right. going on there it did man. Right? I guess not cool. Speaking of racism, what the fuck is going on in this country? We're going there already? What are we, we doing? I guess we can. We should probably talk about enough boxing. I'm trying to see what other fights are coming on, but I don't see anything like until uh, that Klitschko For fight. the most part. Oh, Eubanks fighting uh, Who's he October. fighting? Chris Eubanks Jr. is fighting Tommy Lankford oh, yeah, that's in Wales. One. That's just a hometown fight, right? right? Yep. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, overseas fights. Don't see a lot of stuff going on here. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. I mean, for the most part, I always blame the media, and I still think that they're like the number one reason for a lot of shit. They're feeding it. Right. But the Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, the dude was uh, Terrence, Terrence Cruster. The guy was coming back from a music appreciation class. Right. His car broke down. He had his hands up in the air. Like, I'm pretty sure he didn't have a gun. Right. What are... The, the thing that drives me most crazy is, like, every cop in this country knows what's going on. It's not... If you don't, you live under a rock. There's something wrong with you. Like right. Your brain dead. You would think you'd be a little extra sensitive to this situation based on what's been going on in this country. Right. Like, oh, shit, I better, like, you know, do this by the book and not, like, be too trigger-happy. Yeah, that would be right? nice, yeah. Or how about, they said, talking about tasers. If you want to pull a trigger, pull the fucking taser then. Right. You know, tase me, bitch. You know what I mean? I, I, I just don't I, don't, I don't understand. And then you started telling me, we were talking a little bit before we went on, that she has a history, correct? The cop has a history. Well, from what I read... <clears throat> The cop had an, a history with drug abuse and, uh, like, family stuff, uh, domestic disturbances and stuff. But then that she said that they found PCP in the gentleman's car also. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't drop that in there. Right. I mean, shot him. That's what I'm saying. Who knows? You know what was weird to PCP? me? Yeah. If he was on PCP, he would act like a fucking lunatic. Maybe he didn't take it yet. So she... Okay, so now we're shooting people and killing no, no, them with no. PCP in I the car? No, 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 I don't know. I'm not saying That's her excuse? No, no, no. They found it after. Well, she mm-hmm. said that she believed he was under the influence. 
But well, let's uh, get toxicology. Right, right. I'm gonna pay that guy off to say, yeah, he's right, on all right, kinds exactly. of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, of course. He was really appreciating that music. Well, to defend to defend themselves, they said, oh, later on there was PCP in the car. <sighs> Whatever. But my whole thing was, why did he walk to the car? I wish I could hear clearly. Like it's, it looked like to me, like he was being directed. As right. Such. If they direct you to the car and then shoot you for having your hands in the car, it's a little fucked up. Right. You know what I mean? That was my whole thing, because when I saw it, I'm like, all right, his hands are up, clearly. Why is he walking but to the car? We can take it all these steps, though. Why is he walking to the car? Why didn't you tase him? Why do you have to right. kill him? Why right. can't you shoot him in the knee? Why, right, you know, right, I, right. I, it just doesn't add up, any of it. Like, uh, it's really And he obviously didn't have a gun. You know, that was a, that's a big thing. You know, he didn't have a gun in his hand. He didn't even have a gun anywhere. Well, because now people are saying, oh, you do everything everything you're told to, and you're still getting shot and killed, you know? Right. Well, that's the thing. You don't want it to go there. Because, <clears throat> you know, after that... They- this is what Trump said, actually. I quote from Trump, our favorite guy. I must tell you, I watched a shooting in particular in Tulsa, and that man was hands up. That man went to the car, hands up, put his hands on the car. To me, it looked like he did everything you're supposed to do, Trump said. And he looked like a really good man. And maybe I'm a little clouded because I saw his family talking about him after the fact, but he looked like somebody who's who was doing what they were asking him to do. Right. Well, that's that's the sad. He said, part, "This you know? young officer, I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know what she was thinking, but I'm very, very troubled by that, and that we have to be careful." Trump said. Right. Betty, Betty Shelby. Yeah. Now you. Forty-two. There's going to be. Um, forty-two. You know. That means she's probably on the. She's probably been on the job for fifteen years. If she's forty-two. Yeah, I think one of the problems is to let anybody be a cop, right? Well, I think don't you feel like when you were growing up? Oh wow! Cop- I just got an update on my phone. What do you got? She's, oh, just got me too. Charged <laughs> with manslaughter. Yeah, she first just degree. got charged with first degree manslaughter. Good. You know what? It's about maybe, time. Maybe they'll make an example out of out of her and send her to prison because too many guys have been getting off on stuff. Right. You know the Freddie Gray case in, in Baltimore. The problem with that case was that there was no evidence. You can't. Right. You can't. You can't put guy. It, it almost seems too obvious. Somebody beat the crap, killed him, beat him to death. But you can't prove it. There's no. There's no evidence. There's no witnesses. There's no video. There's mm-hmm. nothing. You can't put people away without evidence. Like right. you just can't do it. A hundred percent. This is a lot of evidence for this. Yeah, it just seems like she had this preconceived notion that she was going to shoot somebody that day, and it you know, turned out to be this guy or the first black guy. The first black guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is horrible, again, because all it does is it divides the nation even more. Because now you're giving people a reason to say, a, see what she did? Look, he had his hands up. You know, And it's a small it's sample size, right? But the, any every life matters. You know? Yes. I'm not talking about black lives matter. I'm not even getting into that. Every life matters, right? So I don't want to de, de, uh, belittle, belittle the mm-hmm. fact that these guys are getting killed. But for the most part, most officers know how to do their job. Most officers, they protect, our, they protect us every day. They put their lives on the line every day. So you got to respect them. You know, that's what bothers me about disrespecting the country and right. and, and all that stuff and the military. Right. But um, th- there's definitely a, a training disconnect with the police academy. Absolutely. I think they're not, you know, I feel like growing up w- when I was a kid, I feel like guys who were cops were like regular guys or tough guys. Now there's nerds that are cops. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem with a woman being a cop, but she should be tough. 
You see some of these New York City cops, the women? She shouldn't panic. Right. The New York City women are just as tough as the men. Right. Like, they're, they, 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 can, they can handle it. My whole thing is that it, it's really creating more of a divide than, than there already is. And that's, right. So I saw them carrying this in Charlotte. They're carrying some guy who got beat up, some white guy. Like he said, right, he got stopped in traffic or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. For what? Because he's white. Right. That's what I'm saying. So now what's the repercussion? What's the... Yeah, what I gotta is, watch my back now. Right. What is the rioting causing? You know, I understand you, you're going to get upset, of course, that nobody wants to see that. White, black. Well, hopefully you're right. I don't like this, care. Hopefully this is a good a good step to say, right. hey, this is not going to be tolerated. Maybe they make an example out of her. This is not but my whole thing is, what are the, what are the riots going to do? They ended up shooting another rioter instead by accident. The guy's in critical condition. He got shot in the back of the head because he's protesting with them. Right. You know, it's. That's just, I don't think that you're ever going to get anything with that. I was arguing with my girlfriend. My girlfriend is black, for uh, mm-hmm. full disclosure. From She's from Trinidad. She's an Islander. Because um, I was arguing about Hillary Clinton. They showed a tweet she wrote out. She goes, the shooting of cops, of, of black people, is unbearable. We need to make it intolerable or something. I said, that's fine what she said, but she has to continue saying, we have to find a nonviolent solution, is what she should say. By just saying what she said, almost is insightful. Is like saying, oh, you know, like she's like getting behind them. Like, let's right. Let's You're rallying and, up. You're rallying yes. people up. You need to follow that up with saying we need to find a nonviolent solution. And we need to get to the problem, which right. is maybe some of the training that these cops are going through. And, yeah. You know. Well, I, I told you a friend of mine said uh, he went from Coast Guard to police officer. And he said mm-hmm. there's a protocol for every step you take with a gun. Right. Before you put your hand on there it. There should be. <laughs> before, you t- before you take it out. Before you, f- you put your finger on the trigger. Before you pull the trigger. Like, there's a protocol for every step. And he said, he learned that in the Coast Guard. He said, in the police academy, it's all, everyone's just happy to get a gun. Right. Like, yeah, I got a gun. Yippee. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's it's uh, not good. You passed the academy today? Oh, you get your gun. And it's too easy to be a cop, become a cop. And I wish uh, our, our, my old uh, podcaster, Paul Violos, was here because he ran a police academy for many years. And he, he'd be able to shed some light on it. Oh, yeah, of course. I'll uh, talk to him next time, I, uh, next time I talk to him. I'll ask him about it. But Oh, you know, <clears throat> this, this episode, we were obviously... Expecting to have Paulie on. And, um, Who? Yeah. That guy that's usually here. Oh. Friend of ours. Yeah. Next week he'll be in the studio, he, hopefully. Next week he'll be in the studio, and we're going to touch more on this because these are the ones, like, when it's obvious, he, you know, he's going to say, because he's, he's like me. We're not, I'm not on the cop side, and I'm not on, you know, anyone else's side. I just call it like I see it, try to go case by case, right? The cops have been a little trigger happy. Right. For sure. Right. And like some cases, even if the guys, you know. But again, North Carolina now. <clears throat> North Carolina was a black officer against a black man. This black man happened to have a gun, though. Right. So I don't know the facts of that case. But now, see, when it's a black officer, then it's just about cops versus black people. Right. That's not white. It's not that's that's white what I'm trying to say. It's cops. Where is, can't we find the the common denominator is cops? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not not as. I guess you know, and where I grew up, I grew up in Essex County, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and there's some predominantly black towns, and mm-hmm. they're. You know, I grew fr- up in Brooklyn, <laughs> and my, right? My friends are cops, and they they'd come from these towns and steal cars in our town or whatever mm-hmm. else. Even part in our town too is is part black too. You grow up, you see, you see. People, you see certain black guys dress a certain way or act in a certain way, and you put them in a certain category. It's right. just it's just human nature, you know. You don't do that with every black person you see, right? Of course, you know. You just you know you see a guy who looks like he's in a gang or he looks like he's trouble. 
you just make that assumption. So it, it's it it's tough for cops, you know. But that doesn't mean these guys. If, they shouldn't operate every, on fear. But it, it should operate on fear, and not every black guy looks like that. And these, right. and these victims did not look like that. Right. So it's, and even if they did, the it's kid still not a reason was, to shoot somebody. The kid that was trying to grab his wallet in the car when he was with his girl, and his girl was like actually filming it. Right. The cop shot him. That was, was like ridiculous. Right. And there's a baby in the car too, right? Or some one of them. There's a baby in the car. I believe so. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's horrible. But now again. If if you're gonna kneel for the flag for whatever Black Lives Matter, what does that have to do with the rest of the country or our military or like, the military? Right. Even think about what the flag and the and the anthem represents. So because that's what's the best part of the country and, and the people put their lives on the line for for us. Listen, and it, we're all supposed to be. There shouldn't. There's only one. I heard a woman say this. What's the problem with racism? She says, "Well, there should only be one race." The human race, yeah, it shouldn't be, you know. Do you know what we get in? bad? We get the bad end of the stick, and you guys get this. We got. You, you know what'll bring us all together? A nice alien invasion. Well, I was gonna say weed. <laughs> that helps too. Yeah, it does. It makes you, it actually keeps you apart. You stay at home and just eat. Yeah, you, you, nobody wants to fight. Nobody no. wants to shoot anybody when they're smoking weed. No, but like a nice alien attack from it, you know. Yeah, make us all re- put everything in perspective, right? <laughs> Right, you ever see the movie uh, District Nine? Yeah, you think you're black, but he's green. Yeah, go ahead. The, the movie District Nine, you ever see it? No. It was nominated for Best Picture. It's about an alien ship that breaks down over South Africa, mm-hmm. and the aliens come down. They're, they're they look like big prawns. They're big though. They become the lower class. <laughs> they become the low, lowest lowest right. class, and it's very interesting. Uh, it's very interesting <laughs> how they do that, you know. And it, but it's true. It should be one human race. You know, John Lennon. Imagine, imagine no religion. Imagine world in peace. Right. Not in our lifetime, buddy. No, no way. No. Uh, humans are not done evolving. We don't use enough part of our brain. Oh, of course. You know, all this death and all this nonsense is because of people making stupid decisions. All the wars and all these, these countries. So Syria on the news today just looks like hell. It looks like hell. Yeah, and we're going to let in another 500,000 uh, refugees. Oh, we can keep track of them, though. No problem. Yeah. We can't keep track of the bomber from New right. Jersey who was back and forth to Afghanistan three times, and his dad called the FBI two years ago. Right. But we're going to keep track of these yeah. 500,000. Yeah, you were warned two years ago that the guy was up to no good, but yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, aren't we flagging people who are traveling to these countries, though? Vetting, right? How hard Extreme is that, Extreme vetting. How hard is that? Uh, apparently, it's really uh, fucking Everything's hard. recorded. There's cameras. You can see what these people look like. You can kind of get it. We should have an idea. I don't know. What are we spending money on? You know what? I saw Bill Clinton, like I told you guys a few weeks ago, yeah. here in the building. We got, we're spending our tax dollars yeah. on a bodyguard for that old fossil. Yeah. Who cares? Nobody even gives a fuck about him. Anymore. No. He probably can't even get it up anymore, so he's not even dangerous. Hey, come on. Yeah. That's Bill. Stop. That's true. He could probably pop a <laughs> Yeah. Bill could pop a pill. <laughs> he sure <Yeah>. does. <laughs> Bill gets his Cosby on you. Yeah. I'm not wait, wait a second. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. You know, when I was younger, I would be able to go for hours. Now I got to take this blue pill. When I was 10 years younger, I'd tell you to bring your sister. <laughs> when I was 10 years younger, I would go through your whole family in one night. <laughs> but now I got to rely on this pill. It's like shooting pool with a rope. See, well, this would be great on Saturday Night Live, right? Instead of the horrible skits they put on that stage. God forbid you don't put Bill Clinton taking a pill and banging chicks. That would be hilarious, right? <laughs> Hillary doesn't mind. They say it keeps me young. Doing a commercial, right? Warning, warning might include might cause extreme happiness. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So we we digress. <coughs> uh, Fucking Bill, huh? 
Oh. He was raping bitches too, right? Like they were yeah. like sleeping oh. or something. Was There's he? a whole list of death involved for anybody who's involved with Clinton family too. Like people died. Not to mention all the shit they stole from the White House when they left the first <laughs> time. I guess now you're gonna try to steal it again. Yeah. Buddy, do you never thought you would be uh, coming back here, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Obama would be personal insult to legacy if black voters. Don't oh, he's back such a fucking clown. Wait, the best what is a clown. A, your girlfriend is. Stacey Dash uh, posted a video of Michelle it. Obama crushing yeah. Hillary. Yeah, of it's course. Awesome. She goes, she can't run her house. What makes you think she's going to run That's the right. White House? That's right. Oh, you changed your mind? Yeah. She won you over in the last eight years? Yeah, Get exactly. out of here. Right. No, but again. You're taking I, back all the stuff Bill But did again, look at what Obama, how desperate. It would be a personal insult right. for black people not to go and vote for Hillary on my behalf. Why? Because you're half black? Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Why is it about race? Right. If he, He's the racist. Right. If you were like three shades lighter, you'd be half white. He is half white. I, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but he's not right, looked yeah. upon that no, way. No, he could, he could work it however he wants right. to. No. That's the fucking problem. Yeah. You know? It's that's, like that's, uh, that, that, that you're right. That's, that, like, that's a racist statement. You're right. It is. It's like how about people just vote for who they want to vote for, who right. they think is the best. That's why, what and why about. do you only want the black people voting? Right. Like why should, is that your only concern? He should say if you vote for Trump, you're a moron. That's what he should right. just say. Period. It shouldn't be about black or, or anything. You're deplorable. Right. Which they're allowed to. You're say gonna vote anything. for a man who doesn't have the right, you know, sense to be. Right. You know, has no business being in this office. I think anybody that brings up race now is is really racist. Right, when it comes it, to this stuff? What? Because it just shouldn't it shouldn't pertain right. to anything. Right. You know, we'll watch the debate on Monday, and we'll make our own decision. Oh, I can't wait. That's going to be must-see TV. This is like uh, Klitschko Fury for me. No, no. <laughs> it's like Ali Frazier yeah, won. This is <laughs> right? This is a big fight. This yeah. is a real fight. This yeah. is going to be good. I would know? buy it if it was pay-per-view. <laughs> I'm surprised. I guess he doesn't have enough. He should. He's a billionaire. Vince McMahon should have just paid for it to be on Raw that night. Right. You know, let him be right in the middle of the ring. Yeah, he's competing. With Raw. Well, Raw's competing with them, I think. Oh, yeah. No, they're going to blow every... They're going to have like 100 million... It's going to be like Super Bowl numbers. Yeah. I think. I'm psyched. I'm going to get popcorn. I'm going to have to tape it because the kids are always still awake. Like, get these little kids to bed. It's going to be at Hofstra, too. Yeah. That's awesome. It's going to be good. I wonder if you can... I think Trump's getting better and better as far as preparation. He seems like he's getting his everything. Everything that happens, tragically... It helps him. It helps him. Yeah. This this jerk off setting off bombs, and and shooting at cops and stuff, it just makes Trump say, "Well, look at what I've been telling you." No, I don't think Trump's the greatest guy in the world, but I do think the most important thing in this country is safety. Right. First, start there. Period. All the, everything else is bullshit. We owe trillion, three trillion dollars right. to China. Secure borders. Right. And protect everybody and cut some fucking taxes. That's Make it. a lot of people happy. That's it. You know, and uh, hey. The Democrats could they, they put all their money on the wrong horse because mm-hmm. if the Democrats think about it had a halfway credible candidate, Trump would not have a chance to win. What do you got there? Hello. Did you hit the wrong side? Hello. Hello. Who's calling? Are you hello? <laughs> he hung up. Yo, we're getting a lot of was calls it, today. Was, What's was going it on? Isaiah? No, no it didn't sound like him. That was a good. That was a good. That was a good Brooklyn to the world moment. Yeah, we're gonna leave that, right? Oh fuck yeah! It's a show. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> to me, that made my day. It's oh. not a crappy day until that happened. <laughs> Isaiah made my day. It was great. So yeah, and even the Republican side, they, they want to show Romney's complaining and whoever else, and Bush said he's gonna vote for Clinton. 
<laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah. First of all, you got your party. Second of all, you the you guys couldn't beat them. Right. You guys, so clearly you're doing something wrong. Right. You people are sick of your message and your That's bullshit. Right. That's and exactly your right. Lies. Well put. They're sick yeah. of the message. That's right. right. So yeah, it's ridiculous. You go, Trump is this, Trump is that. Well, guess what? With whatever the fuck you guys are doing ain't working. So mm-hmm. why don't you say, oh, hey, I'm jealous. Right. Why don't you learn? Be honest. Why don't you learn to be a real person instead of right. feeding us your script screenwriter screenwriter's bullshit scriptwriter bullshit. Yeah. It's enough. I said Trump is the best thing to happen to politics. It, win or lose, it's going to change the game going forward because people are tired of the bullshit. Well, I think I think the Republican Party has to become a little more liberal. I agree. And another way around too. The Democrats got to be a little more conservative. Right. Like yeah. um and more tra- no, they have to be more transparent. Right. To say what you mean and back up your shit. Because Obama, when before he became president, made a lot of promises that he couldn't deliver on. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wanted to, yeah. but he couldn't do it. Yeah, you have to get everything passed also. I mean, right. I know it's not an easy job. But it's what I'm saying job. is social issues in 2016 should not be a factor. Who gives a shit? I'm you want to oh, marry a guy? If, yeah, go if Trump, ahead. Yeah, if Trump's president, there's not going to be abortions anymore. Bullshit. Right. It's, right. He's gonna do, that's what he's going to spend his time on. He don't give a fuck about that. But it shouldn't anyway. No. Whether he does or doesn't, it shouldn't. Even if you're the most conservative guy, you got to understand that times change. That's just my no, opinion. No, because you have to kiss certain ass to get the the, the right wing and to the, the Christian whatever, all the, that crap. The evangelicals. Right. Yeah. Evangel- you, know, you have to kiss their ass and they're Republicans. At a certain point, like it's not going to matter anymore. It shouldn't. You know, and, and he's as honest as he can be. I mean, he's like, he acts like a little baby sometimes, to be honest. You know, he gets a little too Trump. much. Yeah. yeah. A little oh, sensitive. Spoiled billionaire. What do yeah. you mean? So, but, you know, I just like the, the transparency, you know, and hopefully going forward, uh, we have more guys that are more business minded, not afraid to step in and do and, and serve their country. Because mm-hmm. we need someone who wants to do that job who's not looking to do favor, not just to be like a political A lobbyist. Right. Right. Yeah. Because, ugh. Our country, you, we, you know, remember you were a kid? I mean, I'm a little older than you, but this country was the best country. I mean, I know in some ways it still is, but in some ways it isn't anymore. Yeah, of course. I mean, political correctness is is really just like a cancer in the world. Forget about just this country. I mean, yeah. And greed and, you know. Right. And, yeah, everybody's like just being If douchey. I want to be able to call you a jerk off. You want to get your fucking face I, slapped. But I'm saying, I, I rather, that's real at least. Sure. Not you're going to call the cops on me. I might. But you know what I'm saying? He hurt me with his words. His words were so vicious. Yeah, he told me I, I'm a jerk off. I don't even understand what that means. Metaphorically, he was like Terminator. There's <laughs> <laughs> venom coming out. Uh, lock him up 20 years. Yeah. Uh, we'll give you a slap on the wrist. It's a hate crime. Yeah. It is, because I'm a Jew. Called me. No, I didn't call you a Jew. I called you a jerk off. A Jew off. Uh, it's, a, it's a hate crime. Yeah, you bastard. Ah, uh, now I'm depressed again. Yeah. I wish Isaiah would call back. Yeah, I know. Where oh, you know, we didn't talk about something really important. What? DraftKings? Nah, I wish. Angela, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Oh, man. Divorced. You know what's crazy? I didn't know that, because I, I didn't know they were only married like two years. But oh, right. they've been together for 12 years. They got 19 kids. Right. Adopted half of them. Yeah, they adopted all kinds of kids from God only knows. That's another thing. <clears throat> How come Black Lives Matter don't go to, like, Africa and take care of the kids that don't even have water? Or how about the pro-life protesters don't, like, go uh, donate their time in an orphanage or, you know, kids that have no parents or sick mm-hmm. kids in the hospitals? How come mm-hmm. they're not over there, to, you know, lending out, lending their time to right. much-needed kids? 
Instead, they're on, they're they're carrying signs and shooting abortion doctors. <laughs> it's like that's a really poor choice of uh, use for your time. <laughs> so you're saying the same thing. It's like, how about focusing on the needs? Yes, yeah, people like Angelina Jolie. The idea for her to adopt these kids was because she took a trip to Africa and saw how horrible things were. Right. You know, like how many how many how many black people are going to Africa to help? I have a question. I mean, it's kind of silly, but. Uh, have there ever been uh, white babies adopted by black parents? I'm sure they have. I know it just seems unusual, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it is unusual. It's <laughs> not. It's not common. <laughs> no, no. It's just, it's just it's just curious. I don't know. You know, most people adopt because they can't produce. You know, then you get to a level where you have so much money. You're like, you know what? Let's adopt because we should. <laughs> That's the you feel like you just should give back somehow. It's tough. You know, like of a, course, I'm a stepfather. It's tough, you know, to to give unconditional love to a kid that's not technically yours. Yeah, but you know, you know, he's a kid at the end of the day, and yes. he deserves that. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. All right, what else we got? Well, the Yankees are playing. Oh wait, we could talk about that real quick. Even if you're not a sports fan, you got to realize the Yankees have this new player. His name is anybody could appreciate him. Gary Sanchez. Um, that's why my brother's busting my balls. Ah, he's like Shane Spencer. I said no. <laughs> this kid, they gave three million dollars to this kid when he was 16 years old because he's special, and they waited and waited and waited for him to mature, no. to learn how to play. No, yes. you know what my father-in-law told me. Because I know, because I'm gonna tell you. He got he got passed up. First of all, my brother-in-law played with J.R. Murphy. Um, he knows the kid Stephen Matz from the Mets. Uh huh. But J.R. Murphy was a catcher. Passed Gary Sanchez up. The kid Montero. Oh yeah, they all passed him up. Well, he's also a little younger than them, and also he didn't have the defensive skills. Mm-mm. That's not it. And his attitude. His uh, attitude. Yeah, his attitude. He, he walked around. Attitude. He walked around like, like he was already shit. a star. And they told him, listen, you will never make it to the majors. You're just not going to get called up. We don't care how good you are. Right. If your attitude don't change, it is what it, it is. It did. He got married. He had a baby. Right. He, got, he grew up a little bit. And right. I'm saying, like, they and stuck. And he's still young. He's 23. Right. right. He's a baby. But, um, no, they stuck with him. And his, he really improved his defense. And now he's got a cannon he has arm. A cannon. And he reminds me of Yadier Molina. He's calling good games with mm-hmm. the pitching, mm-hmm. and he's absolutely crushing the ball. <laughs> he's the fastest in the major leagues to 18 home runs, and then he hit another one, so made him the fastest mm. in the major leagues to 19 home runs of all time, the quickest to hit that many really? home runs to start a career. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, wow. all time. Yeah, if and he played like, the whole year, I mean... I mean, it's it's, it's hard to... See, you know, especially as a catcher, I would hope they would you know, manage his time better. It's, it's hard to imagine keeping up that pace, but he had a little slump this year. Like, he started out really super hot, and then he slumped, and he picked it up again. Mm-hmm. He tattoos balls. Man. But I'm saying he's on pace to have 40, right? Oh, you mean for the year? Yeah, 45, 50? Like 60. No, I'm saying, but, you know, if you average it out realistically. As a catcher, it's hard because like, they don't play as many games, yeah. right, as everybody else. So he's going to play like 140 games or something. Right. Um, but yeah, no, he he can could easily hit forty five. Thir- well, you give him at least thirty. Yeah, you know he's, he's almost at thirty already. <laughs> I know it's amazing. He yeah. passed he passed uh, Didi, and he's uh, Castro's out for the year. He's going to pass Castro. He's out for the year. Yeah, Your hamstring. Oh, I think so. Man. But they bring these other kids up. And they're all hitting. Yeah, they brought kid Solano who used to play in the majors for the Marlins a couple years ago. Was killing it. In yeah, AAA. yeah, yeah. He had a home run last night. Yep. Three hits. I saw that. Mason Williams, who's a former top prospect who had a lot of injuries and stuff, he's playing really well. He's playing center field. 
he's playing really well. So they got kids like they're only two and a, listen that. How do you get swept by fucking Boston Wait, like that? I watched that first game. I knew it was going to happen because I knew Patances is not pitching well. I was like, please don't bring Patances. I'm listening to Nick Totoro on Twitter, and he's calling them out for every mistake they make. Yeah. It's true. You yeah. know, you, you could actually could have gained a few games on them. Forget could, about that. You got three out of four. Right. You fuck it up so bad that you put yourself out of the wild card. Yeah. Now you, now they're playing they're playing well again, and they're what, two and a half? Yeah. They're going to win every game, right. basically. They can lose like maybe two games. Um, you know what? They make it or not, I don't even care. I mean, they showed a lot of heart, a lot of bright. This is the only team in the history of baseball that sold their best players and then got better. Right? <laughs> it's crazy. Got to do something. They with lost. Tanzas, so he's uh, not a closer. But Tanzas, that's not fair to say yet. He's not a closer. That's not fair to say yet. He might be a little gas too because he's been used a lot before that. So, not fair to say just yet. You know, he's he's a really good, talented kid. And believe me, I watched Mariano his whole career. He had times when he had hiccups, too, and he'd have a bad stretch for a week or two. It would happen. So, But overall, his numbers show that he's a good pitcher. They need uh, The problem is, too, that they, they don't have a lot of starting pitching candidates, and, and the free agency is really thin. They're talking about – I heard some rumors about them putting a package together for Fernandez on the Marlins, who's one of the best pitchers in baseball, mm. Jose Fernandez, because they got all these prospects from all these trades. Right. You know, give them a couple of them up. You, know, you can't keep them all. <clears throat> So somebody said that they might go after Machado. Was that you telling me that? No, I said uh, free agent class. Not Next this year. year. Right. The year after the t- year or two later is like Harper, Machado, Fernandez. Right, right, right. right. They're gonna, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna uh, get a couple big pieces. Yeah, they they need to tighten up the starting pitching. Uh, Tanaka is one of the ERA leaders in the American League. Fourteen and four this year. He's really good. Oh, what did he do yesterday? Give four home oh runs in one God. Still won the game, though. Fuck. But that's because what I like they're about. hitting so well. But I like the fact that, well, he also was pitching with a lead. So when you pitch with a lead, you put the ball over the plate. I guess he's given too much of the plate. And uh, Tanaka's good. You can't knock Tanaka. No, knock a Tanaka. No, knock a Tanaka. Yeah. And no, they, uh, spray some banana. I like the future for the team. Looks good. Yeah, I mean, it looks fun. Yeah. They, got they young, look like they got a lot, they got a lot younger very quickly. They dumped A-Rod, thank God. Uh, to share is out. Next. Um, and CeCe's been actually better than his record. He's had stretches of really good uh, pitching really well this year. And he got one more year with CeCe. So after that, you're going to have a lot of money off the books. Mm-hmm. The only bad deal left will be uh, McCann. You know, McCann, he's a little overpaid. but <laughs> He's horrible. He had four hits yesterday. He's yeah, a, but he he'd be good. Yeah, as a, you see one of those hits. But you saw he got. Yeah, <laughs> he went with the with the shift by yeah. accident. He checks one. <laughs> That's a good. Thing. Hey, it works. You saw they picked up Billy Butler. Yes, he's he's a professional hitter. He's a really good right-handed hitter. So, you where t- was he from? He was on the A's, but he's, he made his living in Kansas City. He was mm-hmm. a really good hitter, and he had a problem on the A's team. They dropped him with a year to go on his contract. But you put Billy Butler with uh, McCann, righty lefty split DH. You got mm-hmm. two good hitters there, mm-hmm. and it's a good DH for next year potentially. Um, uh, McCann deals eh. CC's deal will be done after next year, and Ellsbury's the only deal left that's bad. Yeah, and to have one bad deal on a team is not too that's bad. That's not bad yeah. when, when you had fourteen. Yeah, right. You had a whole <laughs> a whole team full of bad deals. So I think the future looks bright for the team. They're following the Red Sox. The Red Sox developed their talent, and they have a now they have a loaded lineup of young kids who are killing the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, and they might they might end up getting there this year. They're real hot right now. Who's that? Hanley Ramirez was eating us up. I'm like, this guy's juicing. This guy <laughs> used to be a fucking shortstop. Now yeah. he's a monster. He looked like Manny out there. He took a Manny hair. He did. Yeah, Man. he did. Swinging like Manny too. He oh, he hit that home run against Batanzas. I'm like, motherfucker. Come yeah. on, man. I saw it coming too. 
As soon as he hit it, he knew it, and he hit a bomb. He hit a bomb off Batanzas game one against the Red Sox to win mm-hmm. the game. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. You don't. You have your ace pitcher. You got your closer. You're winning by three, two runs. Like, you got to win that game. Especially at this point in the season. Yeah. It's, it's, the good thing is that they showed they could compete with the team. They didn't give up. The bad thing is they blew the games. You know. The good thing is my New York Giants are 2-0. It's funny though; they're not that different from last year, except the fact that the result is different, right? Instead they, of losing the they're one, they're closing point, the games out now, right? Instead of losing by four points at one point, they're winning those games. So, yeah. um, football is very interesting. I don't know, have you how you been doing with that? You playing DraftKings? Yes, I did okay in DraftKings last week, but overall, not so great. Yeah, it's hard. I, it is really I'll take hard. a guy like Andrew Luck and just watch him get pummeled all over the place. No, you got to pick really carefully. Mm-hmm. You know, but look, people probably loaded up on the Saints and Giants last week, and they did nothing. Yeah, I took oh, the over. <laughs> Odell Beckham must have watched uh, the Hands of Stone movie before the game because that's what his hands look like. They're made out of stone, right? He this had guy, boxing gloves on. His hands are bigger than that window. Yeah. Like, he dropped two touchdowns. I know. What? Uh, it's like it has to be a one-handed dramatic catch. No, these guys become celebrities, man. And they, they, they forget about you know what? putting it, the work in. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about it. Better, better not because somebody like Sterling Shaw, Sterling right. is, Shepherd, is, yeah. Shepherd is fucking having a ball out there. Right. And what about well, – that's good to have when you got got double cover, too. It helps you. It helps mm-hmm. you. But, you know, like Russell Wilson, he's married to Sierra now and everything. It's like these guys get taken oh, out. They, they suck. They get taken out of their game. He's got a high ankle sprain he's playing with, too. Yeah. But they, they, you well, know, offensively, they can't move the ball. Marshall, Marshall Lynch is a big uh, loss. It is. Yeah. They, I just I don't know. I, I just hope Odell is like keeping his head in the game and, and realizing you got to still put the work in and do I all think that. he is. Maybe he just had a bad game because yeah. that's, that's very unlike. Well, th- know, we'll see this week. He's you know, got to play Josh Norman again. They made him the number two receiver in the league behind Antonio Brown. All right? I think he's better than Brown, but, yeah. He's got time. First of all, no. He's not better than Antonio Brown. You, you People always go uh, sell Antonio Brown short. He's a no, badass. Hell yeah. Even so is Julio Jones. I was going to say that too. Julio Jones right now. Is, Fitzgerald? Yep. Fitzgerald's all past but his he, prime. He still does what he does. He, he don't guy, drop passes. <laughs> no. A.J. Green? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I always liked Anquan Bolden. He was like, well, he's a possession guy. He's, he, listen, hands. four guys on top of him, he's still catching right, the ball. Right, but I'm saying the... We're talking about like the guys with the speed and the hands right. and the size. The Ocho Cinco's you know, and all those guys. You know who else came back this year? People slept on him, and I got him a couple of my leagues. Is Kelvin Benjamin on oh, Carolina. Yeah. Oh, you kidding it's me? He's a beast. He's like a tight end out they there. They were missing him last year. And they got the, almost won the Super Bowl without him. Like They're going to be they're gonna be, they're gonna be tough to beat if they, yeah. get, they get rolling. I mean, have him and Olsen out there. It's like it's mm-hmm. like it's like the Patriots, right, when they had uh, Gronk and you know Wes and whoever else. Hernandez before Hernandez, he started right. becoming a murderer. Yep. <sighs> another fucking whack job it's like dude play video games if you want to shoot people right like what are you doing call of duty bro huh <laughs> right call yeah get a headset on <laughs> tell people they're fucking pieces of shit and you're gonna kill them what are you doing i don't understand these people's behavior oh, you have the you? world in your hand i'm a fucking star football player with millions of dollars <laughs> just sign the contract for 11 million dollars what are you doing what is wrong with people I can understand, I, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. You still need street cred? <laughs> you can buy street cred right. with that money. You yeah. don't need to do it. Just keep a keep a Holy dude strapped shit. with you all the time. It's like, what do you, uh, it's like a med, this is like, you should plead an insanity. <laughs> right? Like, you got to be insane to be All a, that money I just signed, I just went insane. Yeah. Uh, like right. Dave Chappelle. Right. 
Oh my god You know Chuck Nice You guys were on the show with Chuck Yeah He's doing Dave Chappelle impersonation on one, sh- on one of our episodes. And he's like, hey, man. Hey, man. Oh, was so funny. I was dying. Listen, man. Yeah. And then he was doing later, he was doing uh, uh, like a southern uh, white guy. I was like, I said, you sound like Dave Chappelle as a southern white guy. <laughs> oh, that's, what like, about the white supremacist? Remember yeah. that episode? <laughs> uh, that show was great. Gallum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we don't get hate mail. All right, so is Paulie on the line yet? Are we ready to start the show? I, I, haven't, I haven't been recording, so this is not on. I wouldn't mind. All right, start the show over. Yeah, sure. I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> you ever see Officer and a Gentleman, Richard Gere? No. <sighs> Easy Money, Officer and a Gentleman. I'm so disappointed in you guys. Yeah, I got to watch them. Officer and Gentleman is classic. He like Louis Gossett Jr. won an Oscar for that, and he's telling him he's going to kick Richard Gere out of the army because he called him like. Uh, he was selling like belt buckles and shit. He had all like he was like the, he was putting gerbils in his ass. That oh was, no, that was in real life. That was in real life. No, but he was like you know he was just a, he's a bad bad guy. But he was doing like selling shit inside. So he's working him out like pushing him pushing him. He's like, he like, I want he wanted to make him quit. He's like, no sir, I'm not gonna quit. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. He goes and you forget it. You threw. He goes, don't you do it. Don't you do. It. I got nowhere else to go. I got no. I got nothing. I got nowhere else to go. That sounds like Eric Roberts. <laughs> yeah, it's a little like that. Yeah, one of those movies. What, was it? what movie did he do that in? He freaked uh, out with uh, with uh, Mickey Rock. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Papa Grand's Village. Yes. Yeah. Charlie, my finger, uh, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see that. That was a classic scene, man. I'm gonna pull it up for you when we're when we're done. But uh, great movie. All right, I think I think we're good. Uh, sorry, guys, Paulie. I guess he's busy with Sky Sports. Yeah, watch him. Uh, the fans in the UK. Uh, he'll be working the Crowler uh, versus Lenares fight this weekend. He'll be and, back in uh, studio next back. week. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll try to line up some surprises for next week. Yeah, maybe sounds good. Get something going crazy. All right. Over and out.